Welcome back to the Daily Zipper Sportscast. This is episode 25, MLB All-Star Weekend Edition. We're here in lovely San Diego, California. I'm Josh Woods, along with your hosts, Thomas James and Kit Fetch. Good to be here once again. It's a beautiful day. We're actually in a new location today. We're not in the studio. We're outside by the bay. We got the All-Star Game coming to town, Kit. Right next to the Carnitas Snack Shack. Thank you to the good folks over there. We are at Carnitas Snack Shack downtown next to the U.S. Midway, if you know where that is here in San Diego. And Kit, we've got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, we're seeing a lot of people out here for the All-Star Game coming up Tuesday. Your thoughts on that? A lot of people have made poor decisions. Uh, Paying good money. Just wasting it. On All-Star Game tickets, could have saved that money. Maybe had a dinner right at the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse over there. That's right. We are across the street near Ruth Chris Steakhouse. A lot going on down here. Carnita Snack Shack, again, is where we're at today. And it is a beautiful, sunny day Looking here in right San Diego, California. Now, Kit, I do want to get straight to our NBA free agency talk. We left off last week talking about some of the big names moving, Dwight Howard being one of them. Also... We had, who else moved the first? Oh, it was Chandler Parsons Chandler was a Parsons, big name, Mike yeah. Conley, and now so on. Horford. But lately, we've had a couple of big names finally make their decisions, one of which, Kevin Durant, going to Golden State. What's your take on Kevin Durant moving to Golden State? You know, I'm not angry about it. I'm just a little disappointed because I would have loved to see another OKC-Golden State battle in the finals. And now this just feels a little lackluster, especially because Durant was so close. And so now you get maybe get the feeling that him and Westbrook didn't love each other as much as, as we might have thought. They could have been frenemies. That's is what right. you're saying. That's right. But those two personalities never seemed like they were quite great uh, compliments. They they seemed like they kind of on the surface wanted people to think they got along, but you could right. tell the way they played almost that they both wanted to be that guy, that number yeah. one option. Then that could have played a part yeah. in why Durant would move. I, I think it's a great, great deal for Golden State. Clearly, well, did you hear? Did you hear that the OKC players were saying that during the Western Conference Finals, Durant was hanging out with Draymond Green? Wow. Yeah, that's and they were a little that's gonna peeved, rub people peeved about that. Rub people the wrong way for sure. <laughs> I could see that, especially with the Stephen Adams incident in yeah. Game Three. Kind of hard to you know like your enemy when that happens. Well, what do you think about Oklahoma City? I know Kevin Durant's now in Golden State. He's done his press conference. He's ready to go. Golden State's got their big four now. Oklahoma City with Russell Westbrook, what happens there? They're not screwed. They're going to be a playoff team. They're a better version of the Houston Rockets now because Russell Westbrook's better than James Harden. And Presti, I really like Sam Who Presti. Who signed a contract extension just this morning yeah, to let you know. That's because that's the best Houston can do. Right. It's so Houston. Harden will be there for the long haul. God bless the people of Houston. But if you're okay, see, Sam Presti's done a great job of constantly giving young players, except for Westbrook, all those guys, 23, 24, they're a good young core. You have Westbrook. I could see Westbrook not deciding to, to, to leave. I could see him sticking it out there. Maybe they sign a big free agent, next free agency, and OKC's right back in it. He's finally the man now yep. that Durant's gone. That could play a, a and he, factor that, If in you him remember staying. two years ago when Durant was injured, Westbrook went off. Yeah, people are saying he could have an MVP season, yeah. triple-double machine, and, yeah, he could be that, that big I mean, that is the sad thing the NBA. It's very predictable. Yeah, Warriors only, win the West. Right. Cleveland's going to win the East. Westbrook gets the MVP. If he stays for the whole season, yes. Oakley, unless they trade him somewhere. But, the yes, o- You know, the only place, because they're talking about maybe L.A. getting him, I would actually prefer L.A. not to trade for him because the young players you'd have to give up and you'd still be way behind even where OKC is right now. 
Great I point. think I'd rather have the Lakers keep their young players. Like I said last week, 2020 is when the Lakers, when the Mozgov and Dan contracts run out. Golden that State will finally get old is what you're yes. saying. Yes, that's, that's basically, the other thing. You can't beat them. You just wait for them yeah. to get old. Exactly. Now, how humorous would it be, though, if Curry realizes he doesn't like playing with Durant because he's a free agent after next year? Oh, my goodness. And he, he leaves. That, yeah, that could be crazy. I mean, well, well, well the, the, the money situation yeah. will be weird because they both can make – quite a bit of the salary cap. I believe Durant could make up to 35% of it and Curry could make up to 30. That's going to be the hardest thing for the Warriors is keeping if they could keep the team together, I do think they could rattle off 34 or 5 championships. They probably will have to take a small cut. But the here's last the Curry other, and Durant take just a small cut so they can make it work. Here's the other thing, the updated over under at Vegas for the Warriors is 68.5. I thought it was 70. Did it go down? It goes it went down. Okay. So or sorry, 67.5. I'm definitely taking the under because usually when those teams get together, they kind of have to take some time figuring out how they're going to play together. If you think about how Miami, Miami struggled, in 2011, 58 and they wins lost, that year. they're gonna, they're losing Harrison Barnes, they're losing uh, Bogut, they're losing uh, Murray uh, Spades, Spades, you're right, Azili, Barbosa, Barbo, all those guys who were key players, they played like a well-oiled machine. Now they aren't as deep as they were, so they're going to be a good team, but I don't think they're going to be the juggernaut everyone thinks they're going to be. All right, what about the big three in Chicago, Kit? Dwayne Wade deciding to take his talents to Chicago. He's leaving Miami after 13 seasons. What's your opinion on that? I don't know why I don't know why Wade wouldn't take the 20. I don't get it. You know, it, it's very odd because he basically said $3.5 million per year because that's what he got more from Chicago than Miami is this, worth more to him than staying in Miami, you, apparently. You know what made me lose respect for Pat Riley? Was that on one of the days this week, he texted Dan Libertard of ESPN, and he texted him, I'm very sad, sads in all caps, with six Ds. <laughs> and for a man of Pat Riley's stature to be spelling things improperly for emphasis, I lost a little respect. Well, Riley, I think, is doing what the Lakers did in 2013 when they acted sad to see Dwight leave. Yeah. But I think that this will help Miami long term. Well, it's definitely the Because Dwayne Wade, Wade was asking that. for the same contract. He got the same contract from Chicago that Kobe got yeah. when he was the same age. Right. Remember, Kobe was 34 when he got that contract. Two years, $48 million. Wade's getting two years, $47 million. He's also 34. No, and was it's it not Kobe? Was work. Kobe was 39. When no, he's, he... he's only 37 right now. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He aged very quickly, and a lot of people are saying the same thing about oh, Wade. Wade. He's aging very quickly. His knees are one. I was shocked. Kobe was getting the same treatments. He had those knee problems, and eventually he just wore down. I, I was shocked Wade has a good year. He had an amazing year last year, and I was shocked. And I don't think he can keep that up. I actually like Rondo. He's a great point guard. Doesn't really play defense and can be volatile. But that team might at least be interesting to watch play with Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler's going to want out real fast. With Rondo and Wade? Rondo and Wade. <laughs> really? I, I don't see those two getting along at all. Well, he didn't get along with Rose either. No, I'm talking about Rondo and Wade. Okay. Rondo does not like Wade. That's been known for a while now. And I think that Rondo is going to, gonna, you know, eventually blow up. And Wade will, Wade seems like to, he's more passive-aggressive. That's what I'm yeah. getting. Uh, you watch Wade and LeBron throughout the years. They're very passive-aggressive. They send out these tweets, these cryptic tweets. Rondo will just tell you to your face, which is kind of why I like Rondo. I'm agreeing yeah. with you about that. Uh, I do like Rondo, but I do not see this working at all. I think Jimmy Butler's going to want out of there. Yeah. It's going to be ugly. Hoiberg, the coach, is very laid back. That's not going to work with these no. guys. No, I don't think so. Chicago's kind of made a mess of their rebuild. They window kind of slammed shut. Indiana's actually doing a pretty good job of kind of rebuilding on the fly around Paul George. 
and they could be uh, a team that kind of slowly gets back into things. Boston obviously got a lot better. If Boston could trade for Russell Westbrook, that would be exciting. Getting to see Boston go up against Cleveland every year for the next few years, I would really like to see that. I as well. I as well. Well, that's kind of what we're what we got for NBA Day. Now we're here at Harbor and Broadway, downtown San Diego. We're mixing it up today. We're no longer in the studio. We're enjoying the fresh summer air outside. We're looking right at our All-Star Game 2016 billboard here on the water. On the magnificent. And unlike Rio de Janeiro, we have an unpluted water. We have water clean off water. Coast, no the dead bodies. clean water in the San Diego Bay. We're watching some sailboats sail by. It's a very nice day here. Now, Kit, I do want to ask you about some baseball. We do yes. have the All-Star Game here. What do you think will happen in the next couple of days? I know that the city is very excited. We've had billboards up for a while now We've with been countdown out clocks. The homeless people for months. That is yes, that is accurate. Yes, there has been a removal of, of homeless right. people lately around the stadium. Uh, those of us that are local have noticed. Though it is we that was always so weird is that part of San Diego by Petco when they put Petco in made that area really nice. It's very very nice, but then right behind Petco there was a homeless encampment that looked like one of those army's camps in Game of Thrones. Oh, oh yeah, quite large. Oh, it is huge. No, yeah, it it's a, it's a, it's a very <laughs> unique. Something had to be done. Camp. Uh, I don't know if they're going about it the best way. Uh, these people need help, but uh, well, they're moving weird. them what east, I believe. Is I believe so. I think they're, they're moving them east. Keep, we're just this is a slow migration toward Arizona. We're just <laughs> trying to get all of them into Arizona. Well, they'll be in Yuma by winter. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's an interesting process. But you see a lot of jerseys around here. I'm seeing a lot of Giants jerseys yep, I today. I see one kid. over there. I saw Seems some like Royals. they're taking over today. I, yeah, I saw Royals You know, here's one too. my problem with the baseball All-Star game. It's not that it's baseball, which is a problem, but it's that because they have the fan voting, I don't think fans should be trusted with it. I mean, how many Royals were selected well, the Cubs last this year? year kid. Yeah. The Cubs are how many – 20, 20, all 25 spots this year are the Cubs? Yeah. No, I, I, I have no idea, but it's a lot. The managers should get to pick. Whoever the manager is, they should get to pick their team. Or there should be some kind of bureau or sports writers should vote them in like they do for the Hall of Fame or the awards. Careful with the sports writers. They'll probably put LeBron on the American <laughs> League. Batting cleanup. <laughs> you know, they see seem that? to have a qu quite an obsession. That would actually be an interesting facet to add to the All-Star game if they took athletes from other sports and had them play kind of like an old-timers game have before LeBron the pitch game. and see how he does against these guys let's go well no no have all this we, we have guys from the nba guys from mls all play in a baseball game you know and kind of see what it brings it's not a bad idea yeah yeah i'm looking forward to the home run derby kit that's monday i'm actually looking forward to that one probably more than the actual game yes the game has kind of gotten boring over the years i used to be a big fan it's gotten a little stale for yeah. my taste I have no idea why they're still putting emphasis on the World Series being linked to the All-Star Game. That was very weird. Because you should not have, have that determined by All -Star game moments. I don't know if you remember, back when Kurt Schilling was still with Arizona and A-Rod had just gone to the Yankees, or maybe he saw in the Rangers, and Schilling was pitching, A-Rod was up, and A -Rod, uh, Schilling told A-Rod before the at-bat, I'm going to strike you out with three straight fastballs. And he went up and struck him out with three straight fastballs. Now, that was, that was that badass. Was yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was... That was actually really cool. Yeah. I, I remember Randy Johnson did that too back yeah. in the day. Randy Johnson had a fastball in the hundreds. Yeah. And just nine straight pitches yeah. sometimes or ten because he would throw a slider yeah. and it'd go in the dirt yeah. and they wouldn't swing. So, but yeah, no, the All Star game. I remember the pitching being uh, just dominant. It still can be. Uh, obviously, we're living in this era now, kid. I think we talked about it before in the in the past podcast where we have a lot of dominant pitching all of a sudden, and yeah. it's not even about throwing hard anymore. It's just throwing strikes. Look yeah. at a guy like Max Scherzer. 
who's got a strike percentage and sometimes in the 90s in a game. That's how many strikes. Well, he I mean, you think how well Tom Seaver would have done. Because Seaver's the guy. I mean, only through in the 80s, but just such precision control. And these guys don't have the power anymore. That's yeah. why I think you're seeing a lot more strike throwers do well instead of just power th- power arms. If you have good location, if you can spot and you can mix in speeds and just get ground balls and fly and pop ups. Yeah, because you can't hit the ball out of the park. You can't hit the ball out of park. Which too. is which is interesting, but it makes it hard if you if you follow baseball, you can enjoy it because you're going okay. What's the pitcher going to throw next? How's he in the fastball? But it takes a lot of commitment totally look at the game and it's a lot of mental energy you can't really have it going on in the background you can't you want to be focused in on it or listen to it on the radio or something like that it's much better on the radio than on tv oh i agree it's very soothing listening yeah. to ben. i'm making the most of this last season with Vince i do a lot of car rides up to la yep. and back and i try to i have 570 the la dodger yep. station on my uh dial now i prefer it over our local yes. san diego Padres station to be honest but uh yeah we got a lot of um a lot of baseball coming up in the next few days. But back to the home run derby. Did you see that Giancarlo Stanton is matched up with Robinson Cano? Yes, I thought. How are those guys matched up in the first round? Yeah. And then you have a guy in Adam Duvall who just came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden he's a higher <laughs> seed than both of those guys. That, to me, it's, made no sense for the home run derby. Should, the baseball doesn't help themselves. They don't strategize this and get the big names, you know, because Stanton's when everyone's excited for it. You don't want him going out in the first round. I mean, this guy can hit bombs. And I still think the midway's right over there. Single-A did their home run derby on it. Why couldn't they have done the MLB one? That's a great idea. Yeah, they very possible. I mean, how much press would they have gotten if they had done that? But they didn't because they wanted people to buy tickets to the stadium. Yeah, well, it's about money. We all know that. But Will Myers, by the way, I mentioned Adam Duvall getting the three Uh seed. He's facing Will Myers. Will Myers got a great matchup. He's a six seed. I think he's got a great chance to win that matchup head-to-head. You know the, the fans will be behind him here in San Diego, hometown guy. I think that... Will Myers has a shot at winning this. We'll see. Yeah, he's a legitimate player. I mean, it, it's good it's to see a legitimate player. It's always weird because they change the format every year. Now it's about like how fast can you hit him? It used to be you got ten pitches, you know, or ten outs. Right. And well, now it used to be that eight guys, top four advance. Now yeah. you have these one-on-one individual yeah. quarterfinal, semifinal, final. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how many you hit if the guy you're hitting against doesn't hit any. You only hit yeah. one, you advance. Yeah. So yeah, matchups are important <laughs> now. Whereas before, it's just a pool of right. guys, yeah. top four advance. Yeah. So, so it'll that be should be exciting. Yeah, I mean, the All Star game has gotten just a little boring just because of the dominance of pitching. Uh, but what were your thoughts on Bartolo Colon? Forty-three years old. But, and and yeah. I don't know. It's maybe amazing. his stats just seem off to me. But when you have like a, he's like got a three seventy-two ERA. Is that really All Star worthy? Uh, no, it's not. I, I can't defend that. No, I think I think people have become obsessed with the fact that he's a really old player. Performing at a above average level, yeah, and it it trumps guys that are at a great level, but maybe twenty five, right? And you saw the same thing happen in the NBA. Kobe Bryant last year was obviously not an All Star no. player, but he still made the All Star team yeah. over guys that probably you know. Yeah, and they were, were talking better. about wanting him to see him on the U.S. Olympic team. Right, exactly. Which, if you're Kobe and you're smart, you don't want any part of that because you know you can't play like that anymore. And it would just now the bad. difference in that too. I will say this: so there's a caveat. Kobe obviously is one of the all-time best. Yes. Or Cologne is not. So it goes you don't a little. Think it's de- one of the all-time greats. I think it's Sandy Koufax, Bartolo Cologne, Nolan Ryan. I think those, are my, those are my top three all-time. There you go. It fits right in with those names. 
Yeah, no, Bartolo Colon, it goes beyond just he's an old guy doing well. I think it's the fact that he's this kind of clown character. And baseball is a very quirky sport. Yeah. Have you noticed they have a Joe lot Madden. of— yeah, Joe Madden is one of the top managers. Could you see him managing the NFL? No. He, it's just a different sport. So in baseball, you see a lot of guys rewarded for just being quirky, and that's what's going on with Corlone. Well, you know why? Because it's Eric Burns, remember him? Yeah. Another guy I think made an all-star team. He's just a quirky guy. But if you think about the length of the baseball season, hard attitude coaches like you see in the NFL just won't work because they wear on you. Over 162 games, if you have some guy barking at you because you didn't quite run it out, the ground ball to first base it's like you know we have 162 of these you have to make it fun yeah in baseball you'll see the guys they'll dress up on road trips yeah. they'll get the rookies to have you know barbie backpacks yeah. when they bring the ball heroin across state lines <laughs> all the usual quirky thing it's worth it right yeah. to play in the bigs no I, I don't know what's going on sometimes with these teams they get very creative i know that you know they always have these weird celebrations when they have walk-off right. wins sometimes i'm like and you've seen it guys will get hurt in the walk-off yeah. celebrations sometimes yes. I remember a few years back, somebody like broke a leg yes, when they won a game. Jumping on home plate. Yeah, jumping on home plate. So you see some weird stuff going on with baseball guys. Um, but yeah, I think that Bartolo Colon is just a very lovable. He's like a teddy bear. Yeah, he's a very lovable teddy bear. And what's funny is if you look at his past, he he's not the nicest yes, guy in no, the world. Steroids. So it's, it's very he had uh, weird. With steroids too. He did what he did some steroids, and he had this like secret family he was keeping from his yeah, actual exactly. family. Did you read about that? <laughs> yeah, Barcelona Cologne is an, is a strange cat to say the least, but he'll be here in San yeah. Diego. Who knows? We might see him walk by here. We're here at Carnita Snack Shack again, enjoying some. I we think have some Bartolo fries. Some good fries. Would enjoy Carnita Snack Shack. He would. I could see him eating yeah. some of these fries. Now, there's one other baseball thing I want to talk about. I don't know if you saw what Barry Bonds said about Ichiro. He said that if Ichiro wanted. He could lead the league in home runs every year because he's such a good hitter. And that impression. And, and this has actually been a legend that's going to be going around MLB for a while is that in practice, Ichiro will crank, just crush balls. But he made a decision early in his career that he wanted to be a better hitter because obviously he had better average, more hits than hitting for power. That's a crazy story. I would love but to see Ichiro in a home run derby just to prove it. That's what people are calling for him. And, and Bonds validated. He said, yeah, he can crush it. Wow. Yeah, that's and the, I think one, one of the smallest things. guys if, in the and, I, and I think, though, baseball, just because of the physics of it, you don't necessarily need size to hit it out. If you're such a good hitter Dustin and can Pedroia make good, comes to yeah, mind. Yeah. And make good contact, you can absolutely crush it. Dan Ugla, back when he yes. was an all-star caliber like player. two years? He that's had like 30, 40 homers. Guys have, like, Mark Trumbo's in the home run derby, and he has, Trumbo, like, he has yeah. 26 home runs, and someone's like, well, it's Trumbo, so he'll finish with 30. You know, just completely fade. Right. Although I see him, he's a veteran. I would think he knows how to manage it a little bit. But yeah. we've seen guys do that that go in the derby. Look at last year, Jock Peterson. 20 home runs at the break. He completely messed up his swing. And the second half, he might have had two. Yeah. And he didn't even play and in the playoffs. he still hasn't recovered. He still hasn't wide. recovered. Bobby and Abreu back in the day. You remember Bobby yeah. Abreu? He smashed homers in a home run derby one year. And the, in the second half of the season, he had like one home run. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. There's something very – I almost I think it gets am worried about Will Myers I, I a little think, bit. I think what happens is they – yeah, who knows? The Padres might finish eight games under 500 instead of four. You know, if, if Will Myers goes See, on that's a cold true. Streak. At least we're not in first place, and I'm worried about our star player messing with swing. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're in last place, so what does it really matter? Yeah, you know. But I think sometimes it gets to the guy's head, and they go up there thinking, "I got to hit a home run." I think that's what happened to Peterson. He started swinging from his heels, just trying to crush every ball instead of just trying to make good contact and get a hit. Yeah, no, I, I totally think so too. What about in the All Star game? As far as predictions go, Kit, who do you see winning? Who's going to have that home field come October? Will it be the American League or it's will be it be the National, National League? Going with the, the Cubs. The Cubs are good. I'll take it over 
play, you know, National League All-Stars against the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, you'll take Harper in the National League over Trout yes. in the American League, yeah. huh? I all right, so. all right. That's I'll always. Try and, I'll probably prediction. try and watch it. We'll see Don't they usually goes. have those prop bets in Vegas? Like, who will uh, be the first one to be chewing sunflower seeds that, while yes. batting? And and the, and the All Star game must be the worst thing to bet on because there's zero predictability. You know. Right. There's a, guy, a bunch of guys out there in Vegas enjoying their their beer and yep. putting down some hundred dollar prop bets on yeah. bubble gum and sunflower seeds. But I want to move over. Baseball is obviously big right now, but I do want to move over to football as well. Mm-hmm. We got football just around the corner. I'm excited about it. I did want to ask you what you thought, because this has a lot to do with the Chargers. He's in the division, Vaughn Miller. Uh-huh. He's still not signed with Denver. What do you think about that? Is he going to get that? Is he going to remember Vincent Jackson back in 20, yes. 2010? Yeah. Is that going to happen here with I Vaughn Miller? So. And I think so, too. And know why? Because they don't have a quarterback. He knows they have very little chance with no yeah. quarterback. So he probably knows why it risk getting hurt in my contract here. Yeah. So I could exactly. see it happening. I think a lot of people He'll think, oh, they'll get it resolved. He'll sit out a lot of the season. He won't be blamed. And then they'll be like, oh, then he'll be seen as a reason. Denver's losing games. What it's not. You're a linebacker. I'm sorry. If I was an NFL team, as soon as my linebackers got too expensive, I'll go find a young one. Yeah. You and don't Elway's have much money in that. the NFL. Yeah. I think Elway might do that because you've seen him leave some other guys off yeah. the team. Obviously, notable was Brock Osweiler. He yeah. went to Houston in the offseason. But, yeah, I'll be interested to see how Denver responds. Could be an opening for San Diego. We'll see if they take advantage of that. Obviously, yeah, I mean, the Chargers could have Joey Bosa. And if Joey isn't, Bosa ever gets isn't, signed. Isn't Vaughn Miller a franchise tag, though? He yes, is. but just for this year. So, and so he doesn't want to op- play for it. So what are his options if he uh, opts out? It, was, well, it wouldn't be opting out. He would just sit out this season, not get paid, and then be a free agent because you can't franchise tag the same guy in back-to-back years unless you are in madden and playing as a superstar mode you for some reason that your team can just keep franchise tagging you i had to demand to be released from the oakland raiders just well the raiders speaking of raiders they they look good i was listening yeah. to radio talk sirius xm um, i forget the station but i think it was a bay area and they're they're excited about the raiders so stay in the afc west i think the raiders have a chance to make to that win, jump yeah. Have not made the playoffs since 2002. Could I be the year. Doing it. Could be the year. Derek Carr's there. The Bay Area seems to be coming up roses right now. Yeah. Obviously, they get Durant. Golden yep. State's looking good. The Raiders. The Broncos finally have taken a step back. So this is the opportunity the Raiders have been waiting yep. for. The Chiefs. Can you really suck, get excited yeah. about Alex Smith? No, I can't. And the Chargers. Let's be honest. They're the Chargers. They find you know, a way to mess up. What's funny is that 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 division. It's not bad. There's just no great teams in it. They're all kind of ah, they're all kind of eight and eight teams in that division right now, and one of them's going to have to sort of reach the level. And usually, one year in the NFL, one team just comes out, they get it together, and they go on the hot streak. The Chiefs were like fourteen and two, two years. That's ago. right. Well, I could see this playing out like it did in 2011 with Tebow. When Tebow won, they were eight and eight. They yeah. won the division eight eight. It could Chargers be like that, that this one year. year. Yeah, the Chargers did that back in 08, back when Cutler was playing for the for the Broncos. And, yeah, I could see that definitely happening. And you could have a 9-7 and seven Raiders team make the playoffs. Of course, with the Rams in L.A., that'll be interesting to watch as well. Get your Rams well. jersey, man. They're back yeah. in the area. Turn in that, you know, Phillip Rivers jersey and get your Jared Goff fresh, freshly off the press, hot off be, the press jersey. They'll be 6-10, and 7-9. You know, we'll see. Nine. Their defense is good. They have good defense. They're an up-and-coming team. They're doing it the right way. They're building it. I don't really like Jeff Fisher. I think he's one of the most overrated coaches. But, you know. Yeah, turn in, turn in that old Ladanian Thompson jersey in your closet. Get that new Tavon Austin jersey. No, Todd no. Gurley. Oh, Todd switch Gurley. Melvin Gordon. Get Todd Gurley's jersey. That's definitely a no-brainer. Do you no think Gurley's going to have a letdown here? 
He went off last year, and usually a lot of times have with his back. I'm more worried about Gordon because he just had secret surgery. Who does that? He had a secret knee surgery that no one knew about until about a month ago. So I'm worried about him. Todd Gurley, yeah. I think he'll be fine. I really do. I think Todd Gurley will be a heck of a heck of a running back again this year. I think if you know he stays upright, which always is an if in the NFL, guys get hurt. But if he does stay healthy, he can be one of the top five rushers without a doubt. Now, one last question for you on today's podcast. All-Star Week in San Diego. Is ISIS going to be sending out the All-Star team to San Diego? What's the over-under on a terrorist attack? Is that a, Now, is that a prop bet in Vegas? That is a prop bet in Baghdad, I think. Okay. Yeah, All Baghdad right. might have an underground thing going on. But I don't know. I mean, ISIS, yeah, let's hope not. Obviously, we it. heard about the cops last night. And I think we're too late back in the city. I don't think. Hopefully uh, not. You know, you come, even ISIS comes here to vacation. I hope, yeah, I think so. Actually, what's interesting, we're getting into history now instead of sports, but they actually trained here. A couple of the terrorists back did in 2000, okay. yes, 2001. Yes, I think I remember yeah. that. So, so they did train here. They the All-Star game? They didn't bomb this place. They yeah. bombed New York. They liked it York. too much. Yeah. They, you know, they had the food at Carnita Snack Shack, and they said, why bother? You right, know? right. Well, let's let's hope not. Let's <laughs> hope we're, we're, you know, safe here in San Diego. We encourage everybody to come on out. The All-Star game is a fun time. But, yeah, I'm excited, Kit. We talked a little football, a little basketball, and, of course, baseball today. Was there any – I know we're short on time here today. we got a lot to do. It's a sunny, warm day. Beaches are waiting no, for I us to go swimming. I think we covered it, but we'll be back next week and probably start focusing more on baseball and those division races next week. All right, Kit. And it was great, great time here at Carnita Snackshack. We will definitely be back here. We appreciate the fine folks here at Carnita Snackshack letting us – Hang out here in their patio. It's a wonderful place to hang out, watch the boats sail by, the people come by. And Josh, good job today back there, our producer. And on behalf of the whole team here, Kit, Josh, and myself, Thomas James, signing off.